man growing up with a cane pole in his hand. Like a fool to dream sitting down by the street that leads him to the corpus bay. Give him a shotgun to please his mind. Give them quail a few reasons to fly. Living in the city just ain't for me. I wanna go back to the country. Take me to Texas. I wanna go down that open road. And take me to Texas. I wanna see how far this country goes. And take me to Texas. I wanna go down that open road. And take me to Texas. I wanna see how far this country goes. your coffee cup, put the dog on the porch, and turn up your radio. This is the Outdoor Zone with TJ and Cody Ryan, live from the bunkhouse. There's a place up ahead and I'm going just as fast as my feet can fly. Come away, come away, you get going. Leave the sinking ship behind. Come on. We're back. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. All right, it is the Outdoor Zone. Live at the bunkhouse. Yeah, it's just an old tin shack on the back of the ranch. We call it home every Sunday morning right here. Or you can catch us live, or you can catch us uh, also on our podcast networks. All of the favorite podcast outlets. Forget what it said. Like uh, Stitcher, I think, is leading the pack for most listens on Stitcher. I like that. What all the kids are listening to That's right. now. That's right. We got a new audience string, man. So, uh, yes, thank you for listening. Uh, I'm Cody Ryan, your host, sitting in with me. Beefsteak. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and uh, Jack of all trades, twisting wires, making things happen behind the scenes, getting it done. Before uh, we get into it, I do want to tell you about McBride's Guns. The way society is pounding on our Ridestone Guns, it's imperative we support our local gun shops and the ones we trust with our constitutional rights. That's McBride's Guns. They're Austin family-owned and operated full-service firearm dealer. I tell you what, if you are looking to, you know, looking for a firearm or you're looking for uh, ammo, ammunition, all of those things, they've got a full-service gunsmithing uh, option there. If you need something repaired, fixed, uh, modified, you'll find McBride's in the same place it's been for years, right there at the corner of 30th and Lamar. You can call them at 512-472-3532. Check them out online, McBride'sGuns.com. McBride's Guns, they are our hometown gun shop. So you want to jump Before back the- on the bison? Yeah, before the break, we were talking about this whole incident where this uh, article comes out, and it was a it was kind of an in, internet uh, you know story or outrage, I guess, in yeah. some way or a Twitter, you know, whatever. So apparently, this herd crosses a river, and one of the newborn calves of the bison herd in the Yellowstone uh, got stuck on one side of the river. Didn't make it across, so a apparently a passerby, a visitor of the park, walked up and helped push the bison across. 
help get them up to safety on the other side to rejoin with the herd. And they ultimately ended up euthanizing the bison because they said it was rejected then by the herd because the human touched it. And I've got mixed feelings on this whole deal. My deal is who's to say the reason the bison, the, the young bison wasn't with the herd to begin with was any other reason than the herd already or the herd mom or whatever it is already rejected it. Well, see, that's what I was going to say. And there was a crossover between people, humans getting involved in the evolution or the way I shouldn't say evolution, but the way that it works in the world, on the earth with people if you try to rescue, you get involved in something where maybe this was an opportunity where they didn't, they shouldn't be helped that you let nature take its course. Right. Well, in some, and obviously that's what they were pushing for, right? The park service or whatever is pushing that you don't touch them. Don't do anything. I don't really see. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I guess it's dangerous, yes, if you get involved particularly with a baby animal but or, or a baby, young animal, you know, if their mother is around and has some instinctual uh, protection mode, that could become an issue. But at the same time, I, they're saying this is, this is the sole reason this animal got euthanized is because this guy touched it. And I just don't agree, particularly in Yellowstone National Park where – the smell of a human <laughs> is prolific in every area, right? It's not like it's you're out in no man's land in a lot of these areas. I mean, there are people around. There are smells of people, and these herds are used to seeing people and smelling people and touching a baby calf, in my opinion, isn't going to stir, isn't going to keep a, I, I believe this thing was rejected or, or too weak to begin with. That's what I'm saying. Before, the natural selection. Yeah. Of I think that work. that's the problem, but they're, of course they're pushing it towards, uh, this guy, should he have touched it and messed with it? No. At the same time, is that the reason that it was euthanized as they're implying because a human touched this animal? No, I don't think so. It, I mean, to be honest, I don't think so. Maybe but, it is. <clears throat> So movies like Bambi, don't they kind of introduce that outdoorsmen, hunters, and you need as humans to get involved and save animals? And that yeah, we, you need to inject. We do. We'll save we them. do save animals as conservationists. That's what we do. I understand, but we get involved in their environment and help them work in their environment, not go and make up for or get involved in this way where a guy takes it and does what he thinks is right. Isn't that, I mean, I, I can see that these park rangers, here's my theory. They thought if this one starts to take off following cars, getting really close to people, that's now their, you know, where they get, what do they call it? When you get a primary vision of who your parent Programmed. is. And, yeah, they're just and programmed you, you get to go that stamped way. in 
that that is your uh, that's who you need to follow, that it will get it'll drive or draw others into that. And pretty soon they're not afraid of humans anymore because this one they're is, not afraid of them in Yellowstone. I mean, to a degree, but majority of them are not afraid of humans in Yellowstone anyway. So you don't think they were going to go, all right, this one is going to lead a new charge to be up following cars and has imprinted in its mind that that's its mom or dad? No, I think it was a nuisance. I think it was a nuisance, and they took the opportunity. Uh, I think it was a nuisance because, yeah, they if it got rejected by the herd, right, it's not going to end well typically or probably for this for this calf yeah right it's right. just not they saw a perfect opportunity to have justification for eliminating this nuisance nuisance bison and they maybe saw, get the message out that you don't touch wildlife and yeah, they're just using that as the excuse in my opinion they're using that as the excuse for euthanizing what would have ultimately ended this this Bison would have died one way or another, right? Would have either been hit by a car or if it was truly acting like this, it would have been hit by a car or attacked by a bear because it's the weak animal. Right. You know, something, right? Mm -hmm. And to prevent that visual and that nightmare of dealing with guests to <laughs> see a <laughs> grizzly bear eating the guts out of a baby bison on the road. It'd be like a homeless buffalo. Yeah, <laughs> panhandling on the side of the road. At a, no, I'm at just a saying, I just think they use this as their excuse to take out the nuisance bison that was gonna be going to be an issue for them at some point. Well, but they used it. They used this guy touching it as the excuse. So you think they That's should just opinion. man up and say what they really wanted to do? Hey. In, no, I don't think they're going to. No, I don't care whether they do or not. That's just my opinion on what happened. I don't, I don't think that this is the story that it's presented to be, is what I'm saying. The story that it's presented to be is that humans really shouldn't get involved with nature, and and that's the whole reason that this pretty little bison calf lost his mommy. Well, that's not how it works. And that's not reality of what happened. Bison calves get eaten, destroyed, lose their mind. I mean, it's just stuff like this happens in nature. Nature is grueling. So You know, a friend of ours uh, runs a, uh, a food bank, and they get an incredible amount of meat that is either over-ordered uh, or, you know, they, it, quote, expires. It's not even close to being expired. It, it is at its peak. That date that you see stamped on there means it's at its peak of freshness. And anyways, they were telling me that if we don't give it away to other places or people don't pick it up in their food pantry uh, at their food bank, that uh, or we don't use it for KOZ or for uh, you know something like that, uh, as a nonprofit organization, you know where it goes? It goes to the Austin Zoo. And they have, they they said they need, you know, how much a lion or a big animal eats? Oh, yeah. Like 200 yeah. pounds of meat yeah. a week. And 
<laughs> That's it's, crazy. It is crazy how much. So you're right. I mean, they've got to eat. The wolves have got to eat. The bears have got to eat. What do they eat? They eat the little. Well, they're not separated. eating baby bison. Well, the one they not get in this not case, anymore. It's now been handled by humans, multiple humans now at this point. So what do you so think? Bottom line, deer. If there's a baby deer and it a fawn and it gets curled up in the corner of your front porch or left, you know, behind a bush right there, really close to you, go. What do you do? What's your just ignore it. Take a picture and go about your business. Pretend it's not there. Because mama will come back, right? She's out. I don't know feeding. what the situation is. Or she may I don't have know decided what the situation to leave. Is. It doesn't matter, right? It doesn't matter. So Let it do its thing. What they're saying in this article, don't get involved in the same way. Don't get involved. Well, I get I get that. I understand what they I understand that they don't want them involved. At the same time, I just disagree that this is the full excuse as to why this animal was euthanized as they're referring to it. I I believe this animal was going to be killed or euthanized either way. They just found a really good excuse to go ahead and get this nuisance bison out of the way. So this all comes back to journalism where you want the truth to be told. Why are you really doing something? And we're not doing that these days. It doesn't exist. I'll tell you what does exist though. Are great deals on Ram trucks, all 2023 Ram 2500 Lone Star quad cabs, huge discounts and great financing. At the Nile Maxwell Supercenter, you'll find a supersized selection of Rams to choose from with the largest inventory of Ram trucks in all of Central Texas. Our inventory has been uh, has never been this big. Of 20 to 2023, 1,500 quad cabs, crew cabs, heavy-duty Rams, both 2,500 and 3,500s. That's right. Go see our friends at Nile Maxwell GMC. Nile Maxwell Supercenter for the best selection and Niles promise to be any competitor's price. Go see the experts in Central Texas at Nile Maxwell Supercenter. That's at 620 and 183 in Austin or online. You can check them out anytime at NileMaxwellSupercenter.com. Peter Report up next. You get it only one place. It's the Outdoor Zone live at the Bunkhouse 24-7, 365 at TheOutdoorZone.com. This is MLF Pro Brent Chapman. You're listening to the best outdoor show on God's green earth. The Outdoor Zone with TJ, Cody Ryan, and Beefsteak. All right, welcome back. I was looking. You went and got a breakfast taco, didn't you? I know you slipped over there and got a breakfast taco, probably a little bacon and eggs. No, 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 no. I got a a, a granola bar, and uh, yeah, that's all there is to it. Granola bar. Hey, tell me about your friends over there at Sun Auto Service. They're the ones that I now, uh, they're my go-to 
Guys, Sun Automotive, you know everybody at some point, even Beefsteak, needs to have their vehicle repaired. It can be hard to find a mechanic you can trust, but we use our friends at Sun Auto Service. My wife makes me go there for her vehicle. Sun Auto Service is a family-owned and operated auto repair and maintenance company since 1978. When it comes to your auto repair and maintenance needs, brake repairs, transmission services, Sun Automotive certainly appreciates having the opportunity to serve you at the Sun Auto Repair Shop nearest you. Mine happens to be 405 West Slaughter Lane. Yours might be 1300 Medical Parkway in Cedar Park and 1403 Rivery Boulevard in Georgetown and Lakeway at 1206 Ranch Road 620. Check out all those locations that I mentioned and follow them on Facebook for great maintenance tips and specials each week. Just go to sunautoservice.com. Now it's time for this week's Peter Report. They are anti-hunting, anti-fishing, anti-meat, anti-you and your family's outdoor heritage. It's time for the Outdoor Zone's PETA Report, because we love animals too. They taste great. We've got to change that. You like my pig? I did pig noises in the background. Uh, I know you did. Hey, uh, not exactly uh, PETA directed, but... Well, I'm we, sure Peter infused. We talked about it, you know, about changing things up a little bit, right? Yeah, in yeah, the we're working. Hey, uh, Columbia's cocaine hippo population is even bigger than scientists originally thought. The most comprehensive census yet revealed that there could be twice as many of the invasive animals than previously estimates re, uh, indicated. Man, in 2001, they thought there were about 98 hippos living. So mm-hmm. basically, the Columbia's invasive hippo population is even bigger than researchers had thought. Um, this hippo population, just to put it in simple terms, was Pablo Escobar's cocaine hippos. Basically, he It'd brought be, over yeah. a, a matching pair of hippos over to Columbia when he was... Where they didn't exist previously, right? Right. And after his, sometime after his arrest, uh, they escaped and went to the nearby river, which they bred and bred and bred. And apparently hippos breed a lot and make a lot of babies. Uh, In 2021, I think it was, 98 hippos were living in the Magdalena River and its tributaries. But a new study found using other tracking mes- uh, methods, estimates that there are actually 181 to 215 of them residing in Colombia. Now, this is an invasive species being not only it's a hippo and it's ginormous. Those things are mean, too. And they are the, what, like one of the top deadliest animals, if not the deadliest animal in and the world. And they eat everything. They're not scared of humans. Nothing. They're scared of nothing. And they shouldn't be. They're ginormous. But they also eat tons of these native plants. And I mean, they'll totally destroy a native, any type of uh, plants and, you know, different animals that require those plants, native plants, all that kind of stuff. The flora, all that kind of stuff is just absolutely decimated. You think wild hogs are bad? 
if you've been around wild pigs or yeah. seen property decimated by wild hogs, imagine, um, I don't know how much these things weigh, what, like 3,000 pounds, 2,000 pounds at least? They've got to be more than that, right? How much does a hippo weigh? A couple thousand pounds? I don't That's know. A ton. We all know that they're mean, right? Yeah, <laughs> and they're mean. And so you're looking at a hog that's in the water. Uh, they stay underwater. I thought this was weird, too. They 30, stay underwater for... 3,500 pounds to up to 9,920. That's good. Good night, nurse. <laughs> 2,000 pounds is a ton, right? A length between 10 feet and the largest one was uh, 16 and a half feet long. Do you know how big that thing in the shoulder height is? 5'2". 2,000 pounds is a ton? Yes. Right. Right. Two thousand forty. So that. Yeah. So the small ones aren't are are like are like what is that? Almost two tons. You, you couldn't put ones? it in your truck. No, you couldn't. <laughs> I drive a one ton, and it could not put it in the bed of the truck. So imagine these things are in the river. Oh my goodness! Couple hundred of them, and so yeah, wild hogs. You think are destructive? I bet these suckers. I bet these suckers are destructive. Did you see the part where they are, they're uh, trying to administer contraceptives, darts? Yeah. So here's the deal. They've got, (laughs) they've got three options on the board, right? They've got with serious attacks on humans in 20 and 21 and a car crash, leaving a hippo dead on the highway in April. (laughs) Solutions are needed. Scientists say one strategy. Could you imagine hitting that with your car? Oh man. One strategy currently being tried to administer is contraceptives to the animals by darts. That might eventually get rid of the hippos by preventing their reproduction. We've seen how well that's worked in America, (laughs) but it is slow, costly, and hasn't been tested on hippos on such a scale before. A modeling study published in April estimated that this method could eradicate hippos in 45 years at a cost of $850,000. Now this, all of these scales were done prior to them realizing there's actually at least twice as many as they originally thought. There's right. uh, Yeah. How many? 800 or something? Or or 300? 181 to 215. They originally thought there was 98. Yeah. And these scales were done on the basis that there were 98 of them. So just double everything. So 45 years, we could be done with the hippos in a naturally humane way with darting them with contraceptives. <laughs> Another strategy, capturing and uh, euth- uh, capturing and anesthetizing and transporting the hill- hippos by helicopter to a facility to be castrated. <laughs> you got to be good if you're uh, if you're hovering with a, a hippo on a helicopter and you're I'm the worried vet. about the doctor or the vet performing the <laughs> castration imagine if that little groggy imagine if you didn't get the cc's just right and that little booger wakes up to find you uh messing turning them from a rooster to a hen <laughs> oh my gosh that so, would cost at least five hundred thirty thousand dollars and take up to 52 years for eradication this study found but that again is before they realized there was double the amount. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, the region, regional agency responsible for dealing with the hippos is strapped for funding and relying on donations of contraceptives from the United <laughs> States. <laughs> oh, man. Oh. 
Agency officials are negotiating with that really kind of ticks me off, to yeah. be honest. Uh, agencies officials are negotiating with countries, including India and Mexico, to export some of the animals to sanctuaries abroad. But this, of course, like, have we not learned from this yep. original situation where Pablo imported these? So now we're going to send them to other countries for them to potentially get out or escape and grow new populations in new areas. Have we not learned that? Did we not learn that? I think we just learned that. But this would cost $3.5 million mm -hmm. on this strategy. So many researchers are advocating the culling of the animals. Finally. Finally, someone brings it up. <clears throat> I think uh, at a dollar a round, mm -hmm. you got 181 of these things yeah. or to 215 of them. Max, you spend $215 in ammo. There's people who would pay to go do it, too. Yeah. And you'd you raise make, funds. You could make the money you're potentially going to spend and ask other countries for the money. I mean, basically, the United States is going to fund this deal for some odd reason. Why would we fund a hippo eradication or no, I'm sorry, a hippo contraceptive program <laughs> in <laughs> Colombia? Yeah. What? Why does that even hit our hit the radar of anything reasonable? Why? Why? When you could take a dollar around, an expert marksman, pay it, pay the guy a hundred grand for one hundred thousand two hundred and twelve dollars. I will go down there and take care of your hippo problem. Now I'm thinking provide like me, an individual me a fleet of of safety of a uh, serviceman to protect me, and I'll go down there and do it. Yeah, you would need, that's the only problem, is Columbia. You, you know, the safe yeah. passage <laughs> to the Columbian sure. River. Yeah, huh? I would definitely need a, uh, I would need to stay in the, um, the nicest place and have a helicopter fly me into the hunting grounds each day. But for a hundred grand, I'd go down there and do it. A hundred grand, and uh, $212 in ammo. I bet there'd be a lot of people, if you put it out, that we need to eradicate and call the herd that uh, people could, would pay for it. Five grand each, I bet. Yeah, or Easy. 20 grand. I bet you could find enough people around the world to come to Columbia to hunt them. And take half of it, and it goes to the orphanages or something like that around the or area. Or these communities that use, use it as a tourism. That was part of the problem, was they were saying that they're going to lose their tourism, their hippo viewing tourism uh, outlets. And so just pay those people off with the money you make from the hunting or turn them into guides so to does, take these people hunting. Does outfits. this go full cir circle? Humans not get involved? Do not try to play God in, in this where you bring animals into, you know, a population that aren't supposed to be there? Yeah, that would have solved it, but... Pablo was not human, so. Uh, hey, Armed Citizens Report. I mean, he wasn't. I know? thought for sure you were going to do an accent, try to do a Pablo Escobar kind of out there. <laughs> no. I, yeah, I, come on. I, I don't want to. Hey, Armed Citizens <laughs> Report coming up. It's the Outdoor Zone live in the bunkhouse, 24-7, 365. You can find us at theoutdoorzone.com. So
you can buy me a boat. This is T-Roy Bruce Orr listening to the Outdoor Zone. Call me Redneck, White Trash, and Blue Collar. But I could change all that if I had a couple million dollars. I keep hearing that money is a root of all evil, and you can't fit a camel through the eye. All right, welcome back. It is the Outdoor Zone. We are live in the bunkhouse, and... I want to tell you about my friends over at Keystone Bank, uh, where our friends, you know, with the way the banking system is going these days, it's uh, it's imperative that you find somebody you can trust. For me, it's imperative that I find somebody that I can talk to, a human voice that I can speak to. And at Keystone Bank, you can do, do just that, the local relationship-based service that sets them apart they go the extra mile to help their neighbors reach their financial goals through authentic connections and exceptional service where they're local and they're quickly and easily reachable by phone, email, or even in person. This is rare these days. I don't know if you've been dealing, I don't know where you are or, or how you deal with your bank stuff, but uh, it's hard to find somebody you can just talk to at a bank like human. It's weird. Learn how you can get started with a Keystone account. Visit one of their locations in person, 11500 Bee Caves Road in West Austin, 500 Pressler Street in downtown Austin, or 900 Hutchins Avenue in beautiful Ballinger, Texas, or just go to their website, keystone.bank, for all the information. That's keystone.bank. Now it's time for this week's Armed Citizens Report. Today, legal firearm owners are protecting themselves and their families across the nation. These acts of courage and valor are seldom reported throughout the liberal media. The Outdoor Zone wants you to know the truth. This is the Armed Citizens Report for the week. In Georgia, a, uh, let's see here. Sorry, I'm trying to get all of this uh, handled here on my computer. Holy cow. Okay, in Covington, Georgia, a wanted inmate who escaped work detail in a Metro Atlanta police car <coughs> excuse me, is back in custody thanks to the help of a citizen. According to the Newton County Sheriff's Office, Tyler Morgan escaped while working at the Covington Police Department. What a place to escape, right? Yeah, out on work I mean, detail. if you're like, this is my chance. The keys, just, they left the keys in the, uh, in, in the yeah. cop car. They do, they do that, too, I think. He managed to get away in an unmarked gray Ford Crown Victoria patrol vehicle. The vehicle, which was out of service, had last been seen at the Brown Bridge Road area. At 6.30 p.m., Morgan was apprehended, the sheriff's office says. A citizen saw him and held him at gunpoint until law enforcement arrived. We want to thank GSP, Henry County PD, and Covington PD for assisting us in the search, the sheriff's office said in a statement. To Fox 5. Additionally, we want to thank the community for getting involved and helping us catch him. So what do you think? I uh, think it's funny that they thanked all of the police departments when the very first person they should have been thanking was the citizen that held him at gunpoint. Yeah. The police department just came up and provided, you know, the last string of that whole thing. He would not have been maybe caught as quickly without the citizen, the armed citizen. That's right? what I'm thinking. Yeah. And, and there's why a, was that not the first thing the sheriff's office thanked? And there's a lot the of us citizen. out there. 
Oh, there's a lot of us. A stranger strapped in Houston, Texas, a stranger strapped in to help a man he witnessed being pistol whipped by a suspect robber in southeast Houston Saturday night, according to police. On Sunday, ABC ABC 13 learned that the suspect was wanted for murder out of Louisiana. Investigators say that the stranger saw the robbery as it was happening at a Chase Bank in the 14th block of Westheimer Road. A man pulled into the bank to withdraw money from an ATM when the armed suspect came around the corner and ordered him to hand over the money. Detectives said the police that said the victim repeatedly began to comply until the suspect began to pistol whip him. <laughs> That's when police say someone driving by saw the crime happening and pulled out a gun to defend the victim. The man shot the suspect in the leg and foot. After several shots were fired, the suspect was taken to the hospital in stable conditioning, uh, according to Houston police. So that is an incident where you should get involved. Right? I mean, I, mean, I think it's all, it's all situational and personal choice at that point. I would have to tell you that if I saw that, um, I I would I would do something. I would do sure. something about it. Um, I I think it's interesting that they chose to. I, I'm kind of envisioning how you get shot in the in the leg and the foot, and they they said there were a lot. I'm I'm guessing reading between the lines, there were a lot of rounds that were that that came out, and they ended up in the foot and the leg. I think, you know, the passerby probably was aiming that general direction. And going, hey, I would think. Stop that, you son of a gun. Not wanting to kill him. Right. You know, your typical reaction and wanting to kill kill somebody, but stop a situation. The thing that I have a hard time with, and I was as I was imagining this story, of course, we only get snippets, number one. Number two, these things happen so fast, right? How do you process what's happening was my thought process like how do you if you're driving by how do you know that that's not a good samaritan pistol whipping somebody you know the bad guy how do you how do you know which is which i guess unless you saw the entire scenario play out well I think that's where you intervene and you you kind of put a pause, hit the pause button on it. But it's also not our job as to intervene in situations according to the firearm safety courses that they teach you uh, for personal carry. If you see right? somebody getting pistol whip or a woman getting beat up in the Walmart parking lot, you and I aren't you going to pull out your firearm you, and. You and I Stop and many this. of our listeners would, but that is opposite of what they actually teach you, if you remember correctly, in in your concealed carry class. Well, what they were saying is that it has to be like intimate, in, you know, where you feel threatened, your life is threatened. Right, and you involving yourself in another situation is not you feeling threatened. That's the way I, that's the way it was presented to me. Now, me personally, as a human and the person that I am, 
Of course, I'm going to personally make the choice to probably step into a situation if I know the circumstances. Like I said, there's so many uh, details. You know, if you're driving by and you look over and you see a guy getting beat up, how do you know who the victim is or who the, you know, who the, unless you witness this, the entire situation, the guy holding the gun, why the guy's taking out money. It's not good enough. You're not going to get that. What I've decided after thinking about it in a lot of windshield time, thinking about this, going out to the deer lease or going somewhere out by myself, I've thought about this. You've got to have your mindset on what you're going to do and be conditioned for the involuntary action that says, if something like that happens, I'm going to step in. And the, yeah. your your brain just knows, hey, if someone was holding a gun to someone else, this is what I would do. You are just, you're, you, you have to pre-program yourself that you're going to make a decision to do something. And then... In the heat of the moment, you will be able to, that'll be your natural reaction. In my opinion, that's what you have to do. You have to make some decisions ahead of time on whether you're going to get involved in a situation or you're not going to get involved before you even see it. Yeah, I think it's so situational, though. You got to be careful. Uh, it's so situational. No. At what I, point did you see something going down? Like I said, how do you know that the that the guy pistol whipping him, if you didn't see the entire situation, him causing him to, how do you know that the guy pistol whipping him is the bad guy? How do you know that's not the good guy? Your your job, I believe, in this case is to make, make him hit the pause button. Like, yeah. what the hell is going on here? Hey, stop, yeah. dude. Boom. Hey, I am, we've got. You know, like I said, just everybody stop what they're doing. I think you would know, I guess, if you did say, you know, freeze, stop. And then he turned the gun and on you that at that point, your life is threatened. But you also involved yourself in that situation. So there's moral conduct, right? Yeah. And I mean, I believe even in war. That, you know, where you're, it's established that there's an enemy and you are to <laughs> take the enemy out. There's still a moral clause that can overwrite, sure. overwrite what you're supposed to do. And I think the moral clause is if you see something like that, that is something we have to do in nature is to intercede. Kind of a interesting story I saw that's getting... Not a whole lot of attention, obviously, but uh, something toward toward in favor of the Second Amendment. This is crazy. President's son. Yeah, the President's son is the target of a Justice Department investigation scrutinizing his purchase of a gun in 2018, a time when he said himself he was regularly using crack cocaine, and according to federal law bans drug users from owning guns or lying about it on your application right but the constitutionality of the law like many other provisions restricting gun ownership is newly in question after uh precedent rocking decision the supreme court handed down almost a year ago his lawyers have already told justice department officials that their client is charged with a gun crime 
They will challenge the law under the Second Amendment, according to a person familiar with the private discussions granted an amid. What is that word? An amenity. Yes, uh, because they are not authorized to speak publicly. That could turn the case that is already fraught with political consequences into a high-profile showdown over the right to bear arms. So basically, uh, the president's, uh, what's his name, uh, Hunter Biden, mm-hmm. right? Everybody knows he's a crack cocaine user. I was, mean, was, probably, you know. Was, or is, <laughs> or, yeah, was, was. maybe. Uh, he purchased a firearm during that time. And lied on now, his application. Right. Lied on the application, obviously. And now uh, is in court over this situation or going to be in court over this situation. And if it's brought down there that his lawyers, Joe Biden's son's lawyers are going to use the Second Amendment as a reason that he should not be charged with this crime. In this wild Joe Biden's son, Hunter Bob Biden as the Bidens go after all these gun things, right? Just boom, 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 gun. He could be yes. the poster boy for the NRA of seeing going, look, <laughs> they are declaring the Second Amendment and a constitutional right to have a firearm and not put Hunter in jail. If you don't believe we live in the weirdest of times, then you are sadly mistaken. I'll tell you what's not weird, though. What's not weird is maintaining your boat and having one that operates correctly and doing your yearly maintenance and all of that needs to happen right now. I was a customer long before they were a partner here on the Outdoor Zone, and that's PartsView.com, P-A-R-T-S-V-U.com. You can use Outdoor Zone 10 on purchases of $100 or more to save 10 bucks. Go see our friends. They're your one-stop shop for all your boating needs. They have accessories. They have cleaning products. They have maintenance kits. OEM, Yamaha, Mercury, Suzuki, Maricruiser parts, all of them. Over 200,000 products of the marine industry's leading brands. Starbright, AFCO, Turning Point, Propellers, Teenage Marine. They've got them all right there at our friends at partsview.com they get it to you fast they get it to you correct they get it to you they got helpful customer service resources to help boaters find exactly the right products they need so go to see our friends at partsview.com use outdoor zone 10 to save a few bucks outdoor zone 10 saves you ten dollars on a purchase of a hundred dollars or more beefsteak head to partsview.com this afternoon i know and get that boat running you know, you got to take it out for its yearly adventure. What is it? Outdoor Parts, Zone 10? Is that what I use? Out, outdoor Zone 10. Okay. Yes. Partsview.com. P-A-R-T-S-V-U.com. All right. We'll wrap this whole thing up on the flip side. It's the Outdoor Zone right here. You can catch us live or catch us 24-7, 365 at theoutdoorzone.com. American Blood Brothers, this is Ted Nugent on the Outdoor Zone, live from the bunkhouse with my blood brother, TJ. Whack them and stack them, would you? All right, welcome back to the Outdoor Zone. I want to tell you that uh, if you're looking for a way to get back, you need to check out the kids' Outdoor Zone. 
kidsoutdoorzone.com. Beef Steak has a regular monthly meeting where he has a group of men that meet up every uh, one Saturday Saturday a month. Yep, second Saturday of every single month. There in Central Texas, and he gets a group of boys and teaches them outdoor skills. And if this is something you're looking to do, or maybe you're encouraged by the mission and you want to give, gladly accept that as well. Uh, Looking for ways to... Um, grow the outdoor zone, whether it's a boy looking for a place to go and learn outdoor skills, a single mom that needs to uh, manly mentor in their life, or you're a man that wants to become a manly mentor to a, to a boy out there, show them, uh, you know, hunting skills, fishing skills, anything outdoor related, go see what it's all about at kidsoutdoorzone.com. Beefsteak, any thoughts from uh, the show this week that you had come to mind? Well, you stick out. You started talking about uh, about kids outdoor zone, and I started putting together what we have talked about, and a lot of it is making personal choices whether to be involved in situations, how to act, the moral consequences, the uh, what we're supposed to do, um, upholding the rights of the Constitution, our Constitution, and our rights of freedom of speech or Second Amendment. And I think importing hippos, not importing hippos. I think there's no better way than to get involved in a young man's life and uh, show him through your leadership um, how how to uh, how to do that, how to make good decisions. How when should I get involved? When should I not get involved? Um, what is my moral you know dilemma? What should my heart be? Am I a leader for my future family or the kids around me and be a young, productive uh, individual? I mean, they're, they're, you get in the outdoors. I have seen kids that are fatherless and not going in a good direction and get involved in the outdoor activities and just become transformed from a kid Absolutely. that is scared. There's no better way to do it or no, no place better. And I'll tell you, I am heading to, I tell you this because a lot of our friends in the Virginia area, uh, are, are part of, um, a huge part of the kids outdoor zone as well. Mm-hmm. As we know, Rick McGee, you know, is, is, uh, I call him boss hog. Of, yeah. old boss <laughs> hog there. And, uh, what is he in West Virginia? Yeah. Well, Virginia, they're going to be very yeah, upset Virginia. if you say West Virginia. Uh, no, I always get them backwards though. No. I try to not insult them. With it's kind of like West saying or... Oklahoma or something. So go ahead. Yeah. Well, anyway, I'm heading up that way next week. I'll be doing the show. I don't have any idea. One TJ is still going to be in Alaska. Yeah. It's a 10 day thing. And he's dropping right. a KOZ in up there. How cool would that KOZ be? Yeah, they're going to have a KOZ Alaska coming up. But I, I'm i going to be, he's going to be in Alaska. I'm going to be on the road, hopefully around Virginia area on sun, by Sunday. Maybe not quite that far. Uh, as I head to D.C., head to Washington, D.C. What? Yeah. You're going to go yeah, represent Hunter Biden's cause here? <laughs> No, I am actually going to fish a bass tournament, the Major League Fishing Invitational on the Potomac River. No way! Yeah. Will you do do that iconic thing like George Washington crossing the Potomac where you stand up on the front of your boat and you're looking out and you've got your 
hand in front of you and your hand on your side it's, and it's kind of a weird deal like i've never been to the northeast that's as far northeast as i've ever been will be and uh to that whole area i haven't been to dc or virginia and i'm kind of like dude i've got a dually truck and <laughs> a bass boat i'll be towing across the country 20 three hours or something insane if i don't stop right so i'm allowing three days of travel and i i mean and that's if i don't know it's just a weird deal my crazy story but my uncle was a secret service agent and he's a u.s marshal but he took us on a private tour of the of the white house we got to see the you know the george washington uh and we got to see the. Uh, You're so Abra- old. You got to see George Abra- Washington. Yeah, Abraham Lincoln, and that you I met mean, him too. It's impressive. Yeah, but speaking of Abraham Lincoln, all right. I heard he once said he didn't say it to me, Cody. But I heard he once said, "Success consists of going from failure to failure without losing your enthusiasm." And I that like that. Well, that what, that that pretty much. Uh, defines my fishing season so far <laughs> yeah there you go galatians five twenty two to 23 but the fruit of the spirit is love joy peace patience kindness goodness faithfulness gentleness and self-control there are no there is no law against things like this so live it love it learn it i'm cody ryan thanks for hanging out with me in the bunkhouse thank you beefsteak yeah me too brother thank you jack of all trades for making it happen and twisting wires and uh, getting it done yes if you want to learn more about the outdoors uh, and how to get involved with the kids outdoor zone check out kidsoutdoorzone.com we're going to church folks get a kid outside take a kid with you take him to the park to the lake to the ranch show the birds the trees just take him into the great outdoors Check us out right here, 24-7, 365. You can find us at theoutdoorzone.com. Regulators, let's mount up. But he was killed by a man with a switchblade knife. For $43, my friend lost his life. I'd love to spit some beach nut in that dude's eyes And shoot him with my old 45 Cause a country boy can survive Country folks can